Are you a fan of all things Star Wars? This is the podcast you're looking for. Welcome to the Star Wars Rant Podcast with your host, Brian Seddon, along with Chad Viz. Welcome aboard to Star Wars Rant Podcast, episode number 47. I am Brian Seddon, along with Chad Viz. Greets. So, uh, a lot going on in the Star Wars universe. Last week, we had the Entertainment Weekly um, articles come out with the pictures, so on and so forth. That was episode 46. We broke those down. Um, I don't think a ton of uh, more of that has come out through Entertainment Weekly. Um, there's some other stories that came out that we might break, break into from Entertainment Weekly. But um, there is a lot of other things going on uh, in regards to Last Jedi. And um, some future movies, maybe an Obi-Wan movie, which we'll talk about. Um, and then uh, some comic news news as well. Um, and then some interesting conversation, at least we hope. So um, so what do you say? You want to just jump right into it, Chad? Let's jump right into it, Brian. <laughs> okay. In no particular order. Oh, man. I, had um, a, I was thinking we'd go in order. Did Really? Are you are you joking with me? No, you just do. You go. I'm okay. with you. <laughs> you you okay. be Han. I'll Some just this, be I Chewbacca. Think... I just follow along and growl. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Brian doesn't um, know what Some to of do. this, I think we uh, we might. I don't. I really <laughs> don't. Um, we might have covered a little bit of this uh, um, in the last episode. I don't know if we got um, into a lot of detail, but uh, Star Wars Eight: The Last Jedi leak. Leia's pass with DJ Benicio Del Toro's character and more details revealed Um, and I I think we did kind of talk about this but um, so DJ again that's going to be the Benicio Del Toro character Uh, this leak is coming from um, Mike Zero Uh, for those that are on YouTube a lot you've probably seen some of his videos he does a lot of like theories and and leaked rumors, and I don't know how, um, what his track record is, but I do know a lot of people know who, who he is, so, uh, possible spoiler here, but again, I've, um, I think we've already covered some of this, but, uh, Vice Admiral Holdo, that's the lady with the purple hair, and General Leia have a rivalry in The Last Jedi, because Holdo, knowing Leia's bloodline, um, so this will be one of the Vader references in the film, uh, how Leia is the daughter of Lord Vader. So that's going to be a shout out to the book Bloodlines, which Chad, you read. That's correct. Right. And, um, yes. in that book, why don't you explain to us how, th- how that gets outed? Well, they, they, she knows obviously. Right. And then she's pregnant with Han with, uh, Ben at the what? time, the with Han's child, and I changed the the sentence structure to go with the actual name of the child, which is Ben. And she's basically Mon Mothma is she's she's uh does isn't seen as very very strong anymore. There's an attack on the current Senate, which obviously so the Empire is destroyed. Um, this is in a post Return of the Jedi world. They've set up the New Republic. And uh, there's been some assassinations attempts on her life. And so she's weaker, is seen as weak. And they, they're voting in a new chancellor, basically. Um, a new head, new you know leader. And Leia has come up for 
you know, to be nominated for that, along with another senator that's kind of on the opposite end of the political spectrum as her. Um, and they end up having to work together to do some detective work. Well, it ends up, you know, political backstabbing. They find out that she is, you know, Darth Vader's daughter. And that has made public knowledge um, and basically takes her out of the running to be the leader of the Senate. And this is kind of where one of the things that, you know, forces her into setting up the resistance versus, you know, being part of the Senate. The Senate is continuing to be like the Senate always has been, um, not able to make decisions and just kind of being bogged down in political quagmire. And uh, she's growing frustrated with it anyways. And then people find out that she is Darth Vader's daughter. And um, she she basically backs out and leaves. So she lost a lot of friends. She lost a lot of uh, reputation based on who you know her father ends up being. And it's also, isn't it also how uh, uh, Kylo finds out or... As well, well, once it gets outed, that's kind of how he yeah, starts to find out. Or, yeah, as a ch- am I right or wrong? If I recall, it's been a, a while since I read the book. Um, yeah, I think he is born in the book, and then he does end up finding out on the news or something on the Hollownet news versus yeah. his Leia telling him because she's away at the at the time or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah I've that, also I heard that the true. DJ. I've also heard that the DJ character maybe. Uh, somebody as well that has uh, that was part of that outing the news. I don't know if that's that's true or not, but um, that's not in this uh, little news blurb I'm reading. But um, but anyway, um, also in the movie we're gonna see Leia pass the torch to Poe as the leader of the resistance. Um, makes him a captain after uh, or as a reward for him destroying Starkiller base, and then um, because Finn did such a great job. Um, she obviously gives him an important mission to take on. It says General Leia has a pass with DJ, also known as Man in Black. Um, Johnny and Cash. There's a special reason, yeah, Johnny Cash. <gasps> there is a special reason as to why the filmmakers call him DJ that will leave fans scratching their head. Because he's scratching so records. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> Scratching records like a DJ? I mean, wicka wicka! Possible. I don't know. Mm, uh-huh. I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's kind of, uh, I wonder what that's about. Like, why he's called DJ then. That, that, that It's like a a big thing. I mean, I don't. yeah, I don't know. He's laying um, down sick beats at the Casino Planet. <laughs> so, so, there you go. Uh, a little... A little something to look forward to there. Porgs, all the rage. We talked about the Porgs. Um, seen some some pictures of the Porgs. Chad, are you a Porg fan without knowing too much about them? Yeah, man. Bring me, give me. I want a plor a Porg plushie. I want one. I'm gonna put it on my yeah. desk. Yeah. I mean, they're great. All right. What's not to love? Well, what? Well, if they turn into. Uh, Jar Jar. They're not no, going to be Jar Jar. There's about. more. There's more than one. They're they're a group. They don't speak. They nothing. Brian, nothing can be as bad as Jar Jar was. Come on. You know, one of the reasons why I'm concerned is there's a a book um, that is uh, has kind of um, I don't know if you call it leaked or it's just it's just kind of 
making the rounds. Yeah, um, it's up called there. Star Wars, Chewie and the Porgs. And uh, so for the record, um, it looks like Porgs can fly and do fly. Um, basically, the cover of this book is it's a kid's book. Uh, Chewbacca's walking with looks like a, a fishing pole. Uh, maybe doing some fly fishing, okay. it looks like. And Porgs are following him. Some are uh, walking on the ground while others are flying. He almost looks like the Pied Piper of the Porgs. Um, yeah. Porgs. So, uh, you know, there was a shot of... Um, then this kind of dovetails something else. So we'll just kill two birds with one or two Porgs Ayo. with one stone. Um there's a, uh, a picture of Chewbacca, um, and he has, like, a feather in his mouth, and some people were wondering if he ate a porg. And um, some people are saying that, uh, too, that Chewbacca is more volatile in The Last Jedi. Uh, you know, he's, he's lost Han, and you're going to see him do some things that uh, maybe out of some rage, um, maybe eat a porg. We don't know, but because he's, he's upset. But anyway... Um, you know, this book, though, to me, shows that the Porgs and Chewbacca um, are... It seems like they're going to have a good relationship. Everything I was hearing is that they wouldn't have a good relationship. The covers um, can be deceptive. Mm, they could, but so here's what I worry about, right? here, I can already see it. He's prob- There's probably going to be like one or two Porgs that stick with him through the movie. And he's going to be somewhere trying to do something... And these porgs are going to go and do, you know, pull like a, a wicket. You know what I mean? Where they mistakenly save the day or the situation. Yeah, but they, they're they not as sentient as, you know, wicket and his group are. They don't, I don't, I think these are just like, these are animals. These aren't like, they aren't saying nub nub and communicating. They're chirping and probably just like acting like pets more than a, you know, an alien race. So I, I mean, I, I would be surprised if that's how they do it. Like the book we're talking about here where they look all buddy, buddy, it's like a golden book, right? They've done those already with all the star Wars. uh, And they're just, they're just stories They're They aren't necessarily like Canon or, you know, something I'm sure they are considered Canon, but they aren't something to be taken seriously or, you know, like, Oh, delve deep into the secrets of hidden in this book. It's just a fun, book that appeals to children as this obviously does um and they've done one for each uh movie that's been out and a couple other ones too so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be too worried brian i don't think they're gonna make him jar jar i don't think they're gonna un- unknowingly save the galaxy by uh crushing some atats with a couple of logs <laughs> they're not gonna poop you know and have an atsd slip and fall and right on top of snoke and kill him that would, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> You're really worried know. about it. I can tell. I can tell. I, I really am. I just don't, I don't, I don't want it to turn into like a, a child's thing. I, I know that sounds stupid because it's Star Wars and, you know, we all <laughs> liked it as children and everything, but, uh, yeah, and it I don't think they're going to go child's too far. Thing. All right. Well, I hope you're right. Um, or I will be upset. Uh, Snoke and Chad, you might have to help me with this because you've seen the Clone Wars. Snoke might have a Clone Wars Sith cauldron in the Last Jedi. Uh, Chad, are you familiar with this Sith cauldron? I had, I I didn't necessarily remember until I read the article and they 
referenced the episode, and then I did recall um, the episode or two that they did use it in. It's basically like a, I don't know, it's it's a basin of what looks like water, and they use their force lightning on it. Palpatine and Dooku use their force lightning on it. They use some of Dooku's blood, and basically what they're trying to do is spy on Yoda. And what they do is because Dooku has, has such a connection with Yoda as being his apprentice at one point, there's a connection there between the two, and they they use this to pretend to be Sifidius's force ghost, which if you recall when they went to when Obi Wan went to check out the clone army that was being built, uh, Master Sifidius was the one the name they had. He's the one that discovered that it had been ordered all that stuff and they were pretending to be his force ghost to talk to yoda um and to try to basically spy on him and talk to him and use it almost as like magic um through the force and this cauldron um so that's that's how it was used to the best of my knowledge without you know having seen it super recently um in the clone wars so what does that have to do with snoke brian uh, so what they're saying is there's a um, there's a photo for a toy vor- version of Snoke's throne room uh, for the Last Jedi, and um, there's a mysterious blue circular object present in the photo. Um, have you seen the photo? Let me take a look at this. Photo. I have not. I have not seen the photo. I, I didn't see it, it in the article, I guess. But yeah, there's I a link saw... here. Okay, I see. Uh, so I see. Oh, there's like a full-blown Snoke toy there All right. um, next to a Kylo Ren and one of those guards. And there is a blue, um, it's like a, like a, yeah, it looks, I guess a cauldron. Yeah. Um, are you, did you find that link or no? Okay, yeah, I do. So yeah. they're saying that they're gonna, he's using this to spy on Luke? Well, they're saying it, it's, it looks similar. Yeah, it looks similar to the cauldron from. Uh, I mean, it's reminiscent of the cauldron from the Clone uh, Wars. I mean, why would it be there? You know what I mean? It's kind of a it weird doesn't thing look to, like the same thing, though. Like when in the in the way that I from the cartoon, it's like a like like a Harry Potter like a basin. Basin, yeah, like where where he yeah. goes and looks at the memories. It's like a pool of water, and this looks right. like it's a. It's standing upright. Um, right. I don't know. That might be a stretch. I don't but know. It could be. Reddit, but they. So must be true. <laughs> um, but they. Uh, they say though too that um, if it is this thing that at least in the Clone Wars it um, part of the power of the cauldron allowed the user to alter their appearance. Um, right, which is where they they appear to be Sifidius to Yoda. Right. So. Um, I don't know. Kind of makes you wonder. Makes Either that, wonder, or but... as Reddit is is saying, it could also be an Infinity Stone. So, you know, <laughs> That's it. it is uh, it is Disney, it's Marvel, yeah. So, yeah. Marvel. Uh, so, but it's kind of interesting looking back at those uh, toys, though. Um, you get a a view now of how tall Snoke is compared to Kylo. Mm-hmm. He's he's got a good, would you say, a foot. You know, I it's kind of hard because yeah, it's scale, looking it's at hard. toys and right. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, there, he's he looks, definitely he looks, the tallest figure for sure. Yeah, um, he's a giant. I'm trying to look, an ant. Uh, to look closer. Yeah, he's definitely a human, though. Yeah. yeah. No. 
Cool. We got to post that on Facebook. He's not a human. Be sure to check that out. He is a human. Humanoid. No, he's not. He's humanoid. You're right. Snoke? Not the same. What is he? Humanoid, but he's not human. I think he is human. But we don't know for sure he's not human. We do. We do know that. What do you mean we do? Who said? That's one of the... Pablo Hidalgo. That's one of the things we've talked about. What does he know? Okay. I, mean, I don't think this, he rules it out. Had, I don't think he rules it out. Yeah, he does. We had this discussion on on the debate. It was one of the one of the big big ooh you know <laughs> things that well. How is he? How is he not human? Look at him. He is humanoid. He's got, two but eyes. He's not he's got a, a nose. Human. He's got a mouth. He's got ears. So is Chewbacca. Well, what's human? Are we saying you have to be from Earth to be human? He's not. There human. is no Earth in Star Wars. Okay. Then what is he? Where 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 do you not recall the debate that Dave and I had where this was the one thing that he still where we had to say who who Snoke was and I pulled out the human thing and he's 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 definitely not human. Oh, is this he's the humanoid. whole Wikipedia thing. Wiki- yeah. Wikipedia. You just I don't do. Do you even listen to our podcast? What's happening? Oh, sorry. I, I do. So he is humanoid, but week. Snoke is definitely not human. That's that's well, he looks human to me. Um, (laughs) anyway, uh, check it out on Facebook. You tell us if you think he's human or not, even though Pablo says he's not. Um, all right, moving right along. Probably the biggest news, um, that's kind of broke today, uh, August 17th, is that, um, there is some news about the next Star Wars. Standalone movie. First one was Rogue One. The second one was, um, or is going to be Han Solo. And they are saying the third looks like it could be the Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Well, hello there. There you go. So, um, Chad, you want to fill us in on this? They're they're in early early <laughs> early talks. Yeah. Why are you laughing? They're in early know. early early talks on uh, on a possible standalone Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Um, they have also let's see here if I can find a link. They've named the man that might be the director. It's in talks to be the director. Um, he had I I looked him up to see if he had directed anything super, you know, something that I would recall. Uh, Stephen Daldry is the one that's being in, in talks to be the director. He did Billy Elliot back in 2000. Never. Um, I don't know that one. Yeah, you did. You would know. Billy um, Elliot? I never heard yeah, of it. You did. Just look it up. You'll know. No. Um, the Reader is his most recent one in, 2000, or in, in 2008. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close in 2011. Um, okay. Nothing, nothing too mainstream at all. Um, but he's in talks to be the director for this. Uh, but again, these are super, super early talks, but supposedly this is the first kind of quasi-official, yeah, this actually might be a thing, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. No actors involved as far as names being tossed around. Obviously, you would assume Ewan McGregor would reprise the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi. He is, as B-Nob, R.I.P., has uh, always said <laughs> Ewan McGregor definitely wants to be in the movie. He's... <laughs> He definitely wants to be in another Star Wars movie, and is he'll make it well known that that's the case. So, all right. So let me let hope. me stop you there. Let me let me just ask you this. So, if 
Ewan McGregor, even though he's expressed willingness and he's definitely interested, if for some reason he can't do it, why would they move forward? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he breaks his body. I think that. I don't know. I think him being part of it is pretty key to the movie. Is a must. Pretty much. He I has mean, to be in it for them to do it. You'd have to. I don't. You'd have to go younger than his Padawan version. And I don't know how interesting that is. Or you'd have to go between the Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan, or he's older. Maybe it's the, you know, Luke is just about to to meet him. Or in some time in that time frame where Ewan McGregor would be too young still to, to do that. Other other than that, I don't think, I think you have to go with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And so I think he's that's got to be in it. it. It will not work. If he's not in it now, next question, Chad. Do you think then, if they are exploring an Obi Wan Kenobi movie, that this could give some credit to the theory that Ray is related to Obi Wan because this would give an opportunity to explain that? Say it one more time. I'm oh, sorry, you broke up. Sure. Yeah, I apologize. Um, do you think this gives credibility to the theory that Ray is Obi-Wan's kin? Um, because this having this movie would allow them to uh, go back and explain that. No. Really? Not at all. I don't think so. Why not? I just, I just don't, I mean, we don't have a, I mean, Rogue One's our first standalone movie that's not part of the trilogy, but it told a story that was pretty much, we knew the answers already too. So this would tell a story to something new, but it, I guess it would be known because episode eight comes out and we're supposed to find out then. I don't think, the more, okay, the reason I don't think so is the more we get, the closer we get to episode eight and the more things you see out there um, about how our parentage is going to be. Uh, explain and it's not going to define her. I don't think it's as big of a deal as everyone, us included, have hyped it up to be. I don't think she has famous parents. I don't think they're characters that we already probably know. Um, so, I so no. This, so me me thinking that is the reason I say no. I don't think this would give any indication that she's a Kenobi and give them an opportunity to explain what happened. Do you? I think I, it, you obviously do. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it could. Um, I lean. I probably lean towards your viewpoint um, that it's uh, that it's not because I don't think they would release. You know, let this leak that they're talking about having this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that, that's because now we're talking about if yeah i feel like we would need necessarily need more explanation of that after episode eight's explanation of it like you know it just seems like overkill too i mean yeah the more we get it the further along we get the more and more i'm convinced that uh we're all going to be a little disappointed at who ray's parents are because they're they're going to be while they'll be special per se it's not like they're going to be someone that i don't think we're familiar with Could be right, but um, and so so if they do this movie, where do you think it would be in the timeline? I mean, I agree with you that it would not be um, Padawan Obi Wan because we've kind of already seen that 
um, in the prequels. Uh, we've seen Old Man Kenobi. So what does that leave us with, Chad? Well, it has to leave us with his time on Tatooine, watching over Luke for those 19 years, right? Um, assumedly, he, he wasn't on Tatooine the entire 19 years. Maybe he was. But I think you could tell some stories where he has to go off-world for this or that when he's maybe an infant or something. So you got very close to you know to you and mcgregor episode three age obi-wan maybe plus five to ten years or so um we got a little bit of that in the comics you know we saw him watching over luke and some of his escapades where he tried to not use the force and not use his lightsaber but still try to get involved and help some people on tatooine and the problems that that caused so there is some of that story there already but I don't know how you keep a Jedi master like Obi-Wan on a desert planet and tell a good story only doing that. I mean, it could. Maybe, you know, who who am I? What do I know? But uh, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. He's a very interesting character. People love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Um, yeah, I was just trying to think. So, Revenge of the Sith, is that when Yoda... Tells Obi Wan that you know. When when does Yoda tell Obi Wan that he's he's talking to Qui Gon? Yeah. Is that Revenge of the Sith? Uh huh. Yeah. Right before he leaves, That's right it. after they saw the footage and stuff. So I mean, you could do it. You could do something yeah. with that. He, he goes on a quest got, to. Yeah. That's a you good know? point. He basically tells uh, him he's got homework for him. <laughs> and you could see you could see a Force Ghost uh, Qui Gon. That's interesting. That'd be cool. That's Maybe Luke, ah, oh, Obi Wan, training under a Force Ghost, Qui Gon, or his journey, you know, maybe to get his, to that point, or yeah, as he's meditating in his alternate state, you know, training and stuff like yeah. that. That's no, that's a good point. That that especially if we feel like the trilogy is going the, the direction where Force is super heavily involved, you know, the Force and the mystery mysteries mysteries. The mysteries of the Force and everything that's involved with that. What a great place to go then. Obi-Wan in the desert all alone. Meditating and learning through the Force. And being taught by a Force ghost. And becoming more powerful than you can ever imagine. M- more in tune. Right. Um, I huh. think that would be interesting. That's a good yeah. thought. I like it, Brian. I like it a lot. Any chance we would see uh, Rebels characters in, in an Obi-Wan movie if it's during that time frame? It seems like... We know we see them in... Obi-Wan is in Rebels yeah, for, you know, a brief... I minutes. doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. Because they're still alive. I mean, Hera, you know? Yeah. No? I doubt it. All right. We'll see. Um... So I'm sure we'll hear more about that as as the weeks and months continue. But um, you know, right now everything's about the last years. Jedi. Um, it's well, yeah, I guess so. Years. That's kind of depressing, Chad. Actually. Well, if they're in <laughs> such early talks, it's it's going to be years. But, yeah. Um. All right. So um. Some more news for uh those that are um. Tim Zahn fans and Count um, it. of the. Well, that's the wrong Tim oh. Zahn. People aren't even going to know what you're talking about. Well, that could be just a little Easter egg. It, but you called it out, and now we're talking about it, and now it definitely people have no clue. Yeah, so that's a guy we used to work with in, in sales, and every time he got a sale, what would he do, Chad? 
Count it. What would he do, Chad? He'd yell, count it. Yeah, I thought you were going to do it. I just did. Oh, okay. He would yell, count it. I just... See, Brian has really bad internet right now, so he did not hear me literally <laughs> yell, count it. I did hear you. In your ears. I heard you. I thought you were going to do it again. This is this is just off the rails. I apologize for this. It's been a long day for Brian. Chad's just folks. not on board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Timmy's on. <laughs> Timmy's on. <laughs> Tim's on. Um, <laughs> is, uh, he, he redid um, uh, Thrawn, or not redid, but did, told a new story of Thrawn. Um, Chad, you read the book. They are going to make that into a Marvel comic miniseries. Um, although it's going to be based on Zahn's novel, it's going to be written by Jody Hauser. She, she also adapted the Rogue One into comic form this year, which um, I've heard she did a really good job with that. And um, uh, art's going to be by Luke Ross and Nolan Woodward for those that are into to that lettering because that's important. It was going to be done by Clayton Cowles, and it was announced at the Lucasfilm Publishing Panel at San Diego Comic-Con. So, Chad, you pretty pumped about that? Sure. I mean, the book was great. Sure. The book is one of the better yeah. ones I've read. They've all been good, but it's been one of the better ones. Um, and to put it into comic form, yeah, that's cool, because you'll be able to visualize you know, what you've already read, um, but it's not like it's going to tell anything new. So, you know, well, like, for those that haven't read the novel, sure. But. Those that, yeah. Imagination paints a better picture, but, um, uh, does it though? I think so. I mean, most people, the movies, most people's I mean, imagination. Well, some people, Brian would say books are better than the movies when you got books and movies with the same story. But I just like to look at the pictures though, Chad. Sure you do. I digress. Um, it's a good deal. No, it's cool. I think I'm glad that that option will be out there. I, he is a very unique character in the art of a blue-skinned man um, with a white imperial, you know, dress on. Um, is 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 cool, and I think that'll look great. So yeah. I am looking forward to see that. Um, it comes out February 2018. So, uh, speaking of comics, we have a comics cast oh, that okay. uh, we've been yep. doing. Yeah, we're into episode two now, um, and uh, you know, shortly we'll release or drop episode number three. So if you like comics, uh, be sure to listen to that. All we're doing is the Star Wars comics. Obviously, we're not doing them in chronological order as far as uh, story. Um, we are doing them in release date order, per Chad's instructions. Um, so I'm sure at some point we will do uh, Thrawn as well. But um, so be sure to check it out. It's been fun. We're only two in, but uh, I do enjoy it. So um, I think Chad kind of enjoys it as well. Agreed. Yeah. So check that out. All right, let's move on. Um, I think this is the last thing I have uh, for news, um, and I thought this was kind of cool. So for those that have played Star Wars. Um, Force Unleashed, one and two. Uh, there's a very popular character we all know and love, uh, Star Killer, and believe it or not, there was talk uh, that, or, or or I should say, a, a plan at some point that he was going to be in Star Wars Rebels, um, and what they were going to have him do 
was he was actually going to be one of the Inquisitors. That's cool. I think that would have been great. I think it would have been awesome. They also would have had um, the guy that did the voice on the um, on the video game actually do the voice of Starkiller. Um, what's his? Uh, I I can't find his name right here off the top of my head, but um, but that would have been cool. I think it's I I kind of wish they had done that. Um, I think it would have been a really good tie-in. Yeah, and then the only problem is then is like, okay, well, is that video game, the storyline in the video game canon if you do that? You know what I mean? Which it can't be so that, because of the way it, it ended. Yeah, so it said the reason why they didn't do it is posed two problems. One, he was just too overpowered. Um, so, you know, it says in The Force Unleashed, uh, Starkiller, the player takes Starkiller on a galactic tour, cutting down Jedi Masters before resolving to destroy Darth Vader and Palpatine. Um, if you're not familiar with the story, Starkiller survives a Vader stab wound and be, and uh, and being hurled into the vacuum of space before pulling a Star Destroyer to the ground with the Force. One uh, of the awesome scenes of the second game. Yeah, so, um, so I think they would have had some canon issues. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, at if the end of the it. of the game, spoilers from a game from almost ten years ago, you either yeah. kill Vader and become Palpatine's <laughs> new apprentice, apprentice, yeah, uh, or or you kill Palpatine and rule with Vader. So, I mean, obviously, neither one of those are canon. Um, I still think it would have been a great idea to throw him in there as a kind of Easter egg, you know? Yeah, but it and then just say the video game's not yeah, canon, right? But right, he does exist. Um, what, what, uh, is that, so you're talking about the first one, the second one, he finds out he's a clone. Oh right? yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The first one, the, those are yeah. the options, good and bad. Well, they're both bad endings, but yeah, the, this, yeah. well, and then there is one option. I don't remember which game where you basically start the, the rebel Alliance where the symbol that's, that's for the rebels is his house yeah. symbol. It's like his, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's like, that's the good ending. And I don't remember which one that one is in now, but yeah, the rebel symbol is like his house you know, symbol, and that's where they they get that from. So, I don't know. I get why they didn't do it, but I, I think it's cool. Uh, they were they at least talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and who knows? You know, maybe we'll get something. Maybe they could do a comic book, um, reintroduce them through the comics. Sure, I would read that for sure. Okay, for sure. Okay, so we shall right. see. We shall. Uh, let's move on to some Han Solo news. Ron Howard is uh, all up on that Twitter, uh, tweeting stuff, um, and he did a tweet titled tweet. "The Imp." He did a tweet. What do you, what do you want me to say? No, he tw- nailed it. He, he tweeted. No, you he tweeted. It. I'm sorry. I sound like like a 60 year old man again. To talk about Twitter. If you titled these episodes, that one is it right there. Ron Howard does a tweet episode. Star Wars rant. <laughs> Ron Howard does a tweet, uh, episode whatever, 47. I chat, I really feel like this podcast is just on the cusp of something big. With the quality that we're putting out. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, it, nobody could hold us back right now. 100%. We could do a tweet and we could just turn it around. Like everyone would be all <laughs> over it. Uh, anyway, so Ron Howard tweeted um, a picture. It says, the Empire looms 
large, and it is the uh, helmets that the Imperial dudes wear, like on the Death Star, um, like those big helmets. Uh, it looks like a blaster, and I don't know what else is there. Is there anything else there I'm missing? Just a few consoles with some colored buttons. Yeah, so um, some people are, are saying, you know, is so is, are we going to see the Death Star in what's, Han Solo, or is this something else? What, what say you? Are we gonna see the Death Star? Um, it makes sense. Does it, it makes sense. Why wouldn't we? Does it? Now Han Solo won't see it okay. because he's never seen it. So it, you know, so, but so uh, in what context would the Death Star in a Han Solo movie be, where Han Solo doesn't see it because he's unaware when they get there the very first time of what it is? Why would you okay. put that in his quote unquote origin story movie? Maybe. Okay, follow me now. Maybe it's just some bad guy in the movie that okay. has some ulterior motives, and he's on the Death Star That's where for he works. some reason. That's where he works. That's where he, you know, punches the time card. Sure. Um, okay. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense that, that the Empire is in the movie, right? The Empire is an yeah. overwhelming presence in the galaxy. Period. Even though he's not on Han's not on either side at the moment, it's still there. Um, and he even mentions he's always he's had to stow things and to not get caught by the Imperials. But uh, yeah, I would be. I mean, that makes sense. If if the one of the bad guys or somebody um, ends up at the Death Star for some reason, um, but Han never encounters it. I guess I would. That's I never thought of that. That so um, you know I just kind of did a quick search on the uh, on those helmets. Um, yeah, they are Imperial weapons technicians. See, that doesn't look like the same helmet because those maybe have like not the as visor dramatic. thing down. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but you know, I I would assume that um, you could see those on you know Star Destroyers. You could too, see sure. them on on bases, prisons. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's basically somebody that's. Um, some type of gunner using weaponry or, or some sort. So, to your point, Chad, yeah, I mean, he could, he could, it could just be somebody that is in weapons and that's what they wear. Yeah. So, but it's yeah. cool. It is cool. Harkens back to the, uh, to the time frame, you know, that we all mm-hmm. know and love. Yeah. Um, all right, Chad, it's time for your favorite segment. Are you going to put this, put it in? Yeah, I don't have to do it every time, right? It's, Wait, excuse me? Like you, what you, you like the intro? You am like I going to do what? Out, am I going to put what in? The, you cut out the intro so I don't have to do it every time, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm just still confused what you want me to put in. The intro. Put it where? The tweet of the week. Pop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pablo's tweet. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Yeah, so Pablo's tweets this week. Um, there are a few. I kind of went through his... I follow him, but, you know, there's a lot of other people I follow, so I don't see every tweet he does. Um, so sometimes you have to kind of scroll through to find some good things because, as I mentioned before, he tweets a lot about Transformers, um, and he had some political things to say this week as well. Um, but when it comes to Star Wars, um, someone um, had tweeted him, and I kind of pick up the conversation midway. Um, someone says, uh, basically asks Pablo, could you remind me who is the chosen one? Okay, we've talked we talked about this last week when it came down to the chosen one and that verbiage being used. 
So Pablo's response is why that would be Anakin Skywalker, my good man. And someone said, I thought it was Luke. That's what Obi-Wan said. Remember from uh, the Rebels episode where Obi-Wan yeah. and Darth Maul fight? And Darth Maul asks him, you know, who are you, who, what are you protecting or who are you protecting? Is it the Chosen One? And Obi-Wan says, yes. Now, we speculated that B-Nob, I believe, brought up the point, RIP, that uh, he had said it to <laughs> to an enemy just to ease his passing. Um, but, so the man says here, I thought it was Luke, that's what Obi-Wan said, and Pablo says, Obi-Wan is wrong. So they're thereby confirming still, up to this point, before Episode Eight, that Anakin Skywalker is the only Chosen One. He is when it, when the chosen one is referred to in Star Wars mythos. Up to this point, it is Anakin Skywalker. Period. Okay, what do you think? You got you got anything to say about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm confused because I still don't get why, um, you know, that article from Entertainment Weekly said that you know Mark Hamill said that. Luke thinks Ben or Kylo is the chosen one or was the chosen one. So still confused why we would need a chosen one at that point. Uh, Cause we just don't know the whole story of what's going on. But, um, so I guess the question is, I mean, how many chosen ones can there be? Um, yeah, well that maybe Luke uh, is wrong too. Luke was incorrect when thinking Ben was the chosen one. Maybe there only one ever was one prophesied chosen one, as the prophecies foretold, and Anakin fulfilled that role. He was the chosen one, born without a father, born of the Force. He filled the role of the chosen one, whether he chose poorly or properly. He was all that was the chosen one, and there is no other. But ever. so, so could it be then he was the chosen one, but, but didn't do what he was supposed to do sure. even though so even though he you know got rid of the emperor and you know killed him um maybe that was his ultimate destiny and he no but maybe that it. maybe that wasn't though maybe that wasn't maybe him being the chosen one wasn't him destroying the emperor he because he turned to the dark side whatever his path was never happened so mm. whatever that chosen thing was never ultimately happened because i mean the universe you know still jacked up you know what i mean yeah but it doesn't say still... that it doesn't say that he there's a chosen path the prophecy doesn't tell of a chosen result it well, tells of a chosen one person but we never and we were never told what the chosen one's supposed to do Balance the force. You know what I mean? We're not, Bring balance to the force. But what does that destroy mean? Destroy the Sith. But does that does that mean kill? That's how the it Jedi says how it. to. But they could have been wrong too, right? The the. the I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I just don't remember them saying. You know, in in the films, I'm pretty sure Obi Wan says the chosen one's going to bring balance to the force Ob by Obi Wan specifically destroying. Says that. In episode three. Well, he says Vader. He says, you, he says you must defeat Vader. No, 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 no. In episode three, talking to Anakin, he says, oh, you oh, were the to, chosen uh, one. Anakin. You were supposed to bring balance to the Force. He literally says that right. to him. Beanop could quote it. Yeah, but how? But it doesn't say how to bring balance to I'm the Force. I'm pretty sure he says something about destroying the Sith, not join them. Let me, uh, You're supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. 
Yeah, he does. He says that. Some variation of that. Okay, no, right. So, but we don't know that destroying the Sith brings balance to the Force. That was the Jedi's interpretation is... of it. However, right. as people have come to possibly think that he actually brought balance to the Force by destroying the Jedi, not the Sith, where the Jedi interpreted it incorrectly, and he did fulfill the role of the Chosen One. It wasn't to bring balance to the Force by get, getting rid of all the evil. It was to bring balance to the Force to bring the Jedi down from their lofty pillar um, to where they should have been and reset that. So I know many people, again, Bina being one, RIP, would can you, argue... Can you stop I talking know, about thing, Would argue, he would argue, though, that Anakin did fulfill the, the role of the Chosen One by balancing the Force by taking down the Jedi. Because the Jedi were out, out of out of hand. All right, so I'm on Wikipedia. Where all the who, true uh, news comes from. Right, according to Dave Mann. Um, <laughs> it says, The prophecy of the Chosen One was a Jedi legend that foretold the coming of a being who would destroy the Sith and restore balance to the Force. And again, maybe they interpreted it wrong. You know? They thought that's what the balance meant, but maybe balance just meant literal balance between evil, the dark side, and the light side. Which is when now we have Kylo Ren that has a seemingly balance of the light and dark, which we've brought up before, and one of the reasons Snoke is super interested in him. Hmm. Pablo's tweet of the week. I tell you what, there's some deep stuff there. Mm. He claims that Anakin is the chosen one. Not Luke. Doesn't go into if Ben is, but obviously that movie's not out yet, so that's could be a possibility as to why not. And then it says uh go ahead. So so this is kinda interesting. It says uh although Anakin Skywalker brought the force back into balance, so it says he did restore balance. The Jedi Order was decimated by his actions as Darth Vader, leaving Skywalker as the last of the Jedi. Um, hmm. So that's kind of what I was alluding to in, in a sense that, you know, even though... So maybe he did fulfill it, but he jacked everything up along the way. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But that doesn't change that he was the, he was the chosen one. It's interesting. Yeah. They're going to have some explaining to do. Possibly. So there we go. We will, uh, honestly, in our comics cast, if you take a listen to that, uh, we we touch in on some of Darth Vader and his Jedi ties um, in issue two, so or issue one, rather. So go ahead and uh, check that out, as Brian mentioned already. One other tweet from Mr. Hidalgo, um, referencing back to, which we didn't plan, the whole human thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I should have looked at this before. We, yeah, you should look at that um, before. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pablo Hidalgo says, FYI, this has come up before. The humans in Star Wars are indeed humans. Brian brings up or mentioned that there's no Earth per se. But uh, in he throws shows a couple movie you know, still shots. One where Han and uh, 3PO were talking and 3PO says... Sometimes I just don't understand human behavior. 
Um, right. And then also C-3PO again speaking to R2-D2, saying he's quite clever, you know, for a human being. So human beings are an alien race. They are they are a race of, of the galaxy. Um, and they've been around, if you read this whole thread, he mentions how they've been around so long that it's just an accepted you know humans are humans yes and they've always been here it's we don't even really go back into where they started or not unlike other star trek and other you know places where humans are the new guys to to the whole galactic race humans have been around for a long time so someone comes up to say um you know was this really a question some people are weird and he goes pablo has says people are trying to parse the fact that snoke is not human as well as well nobody's really human saying that humans have to come from earth um and there is no earth in star wars lore so he is tying the whole people are trying to use the argument well nobody's really human so obviously snoke's not a human meaning he could still be just like luke and just like han but he's not quote unquote human because nobody in star wars is really human but he's pablo is saying no they're humans, like you believe humans are, and humans are, and Snoke is not a human. He's humanoid, but he's definitely not human. And Brian is doing some research. No, you're right. Okay. You're right. You're, yeah. So, and I think the, the hmm. main point where all that Snoke not human comes from is the novelization of Episode 7, where some and i read that i believe on that episode where the it is stated that snoke how he looks where he sits and says while although humanoid definitely not a human and then if you see so go ahead go ahead no i say wikipedia his species is humanoid alien yeah because if you look at some of the pictures like we posted that picture a week or two ago on a facebook page he's got a he's got a hole in his neck Humans don't live with holes in their necks unless, you know. Well, so got... so are we saying because we kind of assume that's like that's like damage, like something happened, but could be. So I mean, are we? You're you're kind of saying it could be then that it's just that's part of his maybe anatomy. The way his possibly people look it's is an anatomy. To, and, and, yeah, it's hard to. It's, and we just don't know that. Right. Without really knowing, it's hard to say exactly, but it could explain some of his, you know quote-unquote defects that we perceive as a human maybe that's just part of who that race is i don't know hmm. well and that does it for pablo's two of the week all right um well you know what that's actually going to do it for the podcast this is a short one um well actually not that short um kind of kind of right where we usually finish but uh so, you know, we appreciate you listening and taking the time. Be sure to check out the comics cast. Um, those are only about 20, 25 minutes long. Um, we're having a good time doing it, but it does fill in the gaps of a lot of these uh, storylines. So um, if you read the comics, still check it out. See if you agree with us. If you don't read the comics, then fill yourself in. Um, in the meantime, be sure to uh, check back with us each week. For our regular podcast. Um, and in a couple weeks, big announcement. Big <gasps> announcement for the podcast. A lot of good things going on. So um, be sure to uh, come back for that as well. Um, all right. Chad, 
Say goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Star Wars Ramp Podcast with your host, Brian Seddon, along with Chad Viz. Follow them on Facebook at Star Wars Ramp Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.